This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on the Bigger Picture, and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. Rewind Replay is an exhibition by local artist Siyun Tan that uses the um, nostalgic idea of watching television while growing up to reflect on everything from fables and folklore to historical events. Um, so this exhibition is on until the 17th of January at the Suma Orientalist uh, Gallery. And uh, Siyun is here with me along with the gallery director, Sophia Shung. How are you guys doing? I'm great. Yeah. Hope that you're good too. I'm, I'm good. good. Thank you. Right. Um, Siyun, so um, I was very uh, captivated by uh, this idea of um, that childhood, you know, watching a TV in the living room. In fact, one of the paintings even captures that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, what led you to want to do a series based on this idea? Actually, I always uh, fascinated by these uh, childhood memories. I mean, it's uh, quite natural for me and uh, I think that they are interesting enough for me to put put them into paintings. So, yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah. But you also, what you do with that idea of the memories is you actually use it as a as a lens to look at many things. Uh, there, there are you know there are things that look very fantastical. There are things that look very historical. Um, how does how does that fit into this idea of memories? Actually, to to me, I mean, the whole visual appearance, they are quite challenging for me to recreate them. I mean, they are like some vague ideas and then I try to put that into a tangible things so mm-hmm. I can you know, really recreate the whole scene for me. Sophia, um, what about this series drew you? Uh, when we were working with Sion along the uh, along the process of a couple few months that we have been uh, working on the show, we actually uh, realized that Sion has a talent in um, capturing some very fine things from what we remember from our childhood time. Because both Sion and I, so coincidentally, we came from the same hometown, which is Alastakada. Oh, so okay. we can pretty much relate to the lifestyle in the uh, 80s and in the 90s of a lot of small towns in Malaysia, I think we share a lot in common, where people actually um, go home and watch TV after their work. And every now and then when we watch TV, we have to climb up to the roof to adjust the aerial <laughs> to make sure we can catch the signal and so on. Therefore, the piece of painting shown in the gallery, uh, there's one which is called Signal Catcher. And a lot of us can relate to that. Like yeah. We have to bang on the TV even when it doesn't quite work to our liking. So uh, Sion has a lot of uh, materials in, in his pocket, uh, whereby he also wants to just, not just to portray the TV or radio or listening to records. Um, he also wants to show people that a lot of mysteries and fables or folklore can be reimagined or uh, rewritten. So there also was another piece called Riverside where we have more things to show in there. So if I'm allowed to say something about this, you actually will see a huge piece of painting where a lot of local folks are actually fighting um, uh, against a two crocodile. crocodiles. Yeah, That's two right. crocodiles, yeah. That's right. So um, Sion actually uh, is trying to portray or trying to reimagine the history of the battle between the British Indian Army and the Japanese Army by the Riverside um, 
which happened in our history in uh, in Slim River. That picture, that uh, painting also has a uh, sankanjil. That's right, it, right. Yeah. That's right. So for me, that was very um, it's very local. Uh, there was yeah. a, the, yeah. it, you immediately connect to it. Yeah. Is it important for you to that your art feel local? Yes, in some ways, it's a natural thing. So I mean, it's like um, it comes just naturally. I mean, as a mm-hmm. as a Malaysian artist. You know, I don't try to like westernize the whole thing, or you know, just yeah. And where I, mm. where do you get the um, the inspiration or, or, or the yeah the inspiration to work on pieces like this? Most of them are from you know those uh, children illustration books mm. that I read about since I was like young and. Uh, and uh, maybe some s- stories, interest, uh, past events that I've counted, encountered along the years. Uh, mm. That yeah. Tell me a little bit about your style itself, your style of painting. I try to work in a in a in a quite traditional way of paintings. You know, I look up a lot on those uh, old masters' works. Mm. in terms of traditional oil painting stuff. Tell me a little bit about the use of colour in your paintings. Mm-hmm. Because um, mm. um, there's a, the, 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 the colour is very specifically to... There's a very nostalgic feel about your use of colour. Mm-hmm. For this body of works, actually I, I try to limit my, my colour palettes. And uh, in terms of the, the moods or... Because I, I want to express... a a kind of uh, a much more heavy and darker mm. emotions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I try to use a lot of muted colors and muddy you know, colors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a very um, there's a very nostalgic feel about um, your style as well. Even the way that you depict um, the bodies yeah. and the faces, mm-hmm. um, almost like you said, those classic. Uh, Storybook illustration style. Yes. Who are some of your inspirations in terms of artists? There are quite a lot. Um, right now, I'm I'm more into those uh, baroque, baroque painters. You know, during I think sixteenth century. So. Which I think is the yeah. reason why you find um, in this exhibition. Although most of the um, uh, happenings, most of the uh, actions are actually very local, but you find the background highly decorated. Mm-hmm. It mm. almost have a kind of tinge of um, Art Nouveau style. Sophia, could you maybe help uh, situate Siyun's work along, you know, within the scope of other works that we're seeing these days? What makes his work stand out? For a lot of painters, uh, they actually try to tell a story or there's a particular concern, there's a particular narration behind the paintings. For Siun, he is rather conservative in uh, choosing the subject matter to depict and uh, he actually keeps a lot of materials only to himself whereby he actually... uh, wants to allow uh, the audience to decipher the paintings themselves. However, there are a lot of elements which are very much um, relatable. So a lot of people, when they come to see the show, they can tell us, oh, yeah, I can remember this, I can remember that. Um, The fun thing is that beyond um, looking at things which uh, relate to your memories, I think Siun is trying to achieve at a point for everyone to ponder again, 
what are the kind of entertainment and hobbies that we were having when we were young mm. or that probably uh, that was popular and trendy 30, 40 years ago compared to what we have today. And so when we look at a painting like Signal Catcher, it is very interesting that when you look at a TV that he depicted, it's actually black and white, mm-hmm. or probably the color is very pale, where a lot of people who are surrounding the TV try to fix the problem. Uh, they look very colorful. Basically, it says something that um, we used to be so contented with just very simple things. Like we work so hard just to just to watch the black and white movies. Um, and these days, we get, we're get getting high resolution in everything. Mm-hmm. HD and high res for, for all the imageries, all the audio that we have. But still, we are not very um, contented. And we, we, we're always on the looking for more. And so there is a kind of very subtle suggestion that probably we should look into what we have been... Uh, uh, chasing for and what we have been pursuing that is it something that we should rethink and how does the media shape us how do we shape the media and things like that mm. So what kind of research went into creating these paintings because there's so many elements that come from um, you know folklore and history did you do a lot of research on this? Yeah in terms of uh I think I read about or watched a lot of uh, you know uh, documentaries and uh, basically from uh, any magazine from different genre kind of things. So I just for my task is to pick which one that looks very. I mean, I'm I'm more interested on it and then work on it mm. and then develop it further. And Sophia, when it comes to an audience perspective, mm-hmm. um, because you're both sort of, you know, you're, you have one foot on each side, right? Yep. You're organizing as well as the audience. And I'm enjoying uh, it. Yeah. yeah. So um, what do you think that an audience will gain from this series? Um, the audience will come in. For, uh, firstly, they will be, I hope, they will be impressed by the paintings. Uh, but at least, if not the, uh, if that's not the case, at least they could uh, they could relate to some of the little pleasures that we have, we used to have in our lifestyle. Um, and I think there is a very strong sense of reconnection to our past that actually appear in Sion's paintings. So everyone can actually find something that you can remember or that probably there's some small little thing that can remind you that probably we should just put down our phone and just leave our tablet for a while <laughs> and we can look for some final things in life, probably um, listen to old records and things like that. You know, when things are not very perfect, but we actually enjoy it the most. <laughs> That's so fun to to recapture. Uh, of course, people would also come in and look at the show and realize that... Um, there is this style of painting which uh, is not very, um, uh, which is not often seen in Malaysian art scene because Sun um, uses this kind of painting style, which is uh, the human figures are quite illustrative, mm-hmm. and it makes people remember how our um, textbooks illustration <laughs> looks like. You know, the colors are not that are not that bright and mm-hmm. vibrant. Uh, is kind of yellowish or brownish, but no doubt it gives a very uh, endearing 
nostalgic sense. Mm. Um, you've talked about, I think, uh, two of the paintings so far. Um, would you like to describe a few of the others so that we get a sense of what we're going to see when we come there? Uh, there is one that uh, we were quite surprised of the story. Uh, there's a piece of painting called Nami. And um, it's actually a very interestingly done uh, portrait of a young woman. Uh, it looks like the Mona Lisa type of painting, uh, <laughs> except that it's not That's really okay. Mona Lisa because it was it was done in a similar fashion where a woman is uh, portrayed in the middle of the work, and there is a very um, uh, there is some landscaped in yeah. the background, in the far background, and it's kind of like a hilly structure and all that. So um, that book is called Nami, and I I, I collected from um, Soon that is based on the true story of a friend who went, um, who had a little bit of mental problem because she constantly has uh, waves of thoughts uh, swamping her mind. So she couldn't manage herself well, therefore uh, her health condition. So... Nami in Nami is is not the real name of the girl, but uh, it actually in Japanese means waves. Mm. So uh, Nami is also an uh, uh, short form for a National Alliance of Mental Illnesses. Mm. So uh, Sun is also trying to use that to uh, um, uh, sort of remind people that despite whatever that happens around us, uh, it's not. It's not just that we should keep our mental uh, health in check. Um, probably, I think more than that is that uh, you, when you look at a painting, the girl looks so calm, serene and all that. Uh, but it's just so amazing that uh, she actually exudes a kind of sorrow that is so deep. So I think when we look at some paintings, we also would like to try to connect with the emotions of the um, protagonist in the painting itself. Mm. Yeah. Another one. I was like uh, inspired by the Voynich uh, manuscript, and uh, it has a animatic looks and feels about it. And and what yeah. is what is the painting itself? Um, there's a it's a bunch of girls, and then um, trying to cult- cultivate some things. I mean, it has to do a lot with. Uh, Herbalism, kind of yeah. uh, mystical things. I think our local people are not very familiar with Voynich manuscript. So it's actually um, a manuscript that was found and the academicians uh, to date still can't quite decipher what is inside. But it consists of a lot of mysterious writing, uh, very strange quotes, as well as a very random illustration yes. but a lot of people related to or associated to uh, uh, a possible uh, book about women's health or the usage of herbs so uh, it is very interesting how uh, Sun wants to relate that to the girls who are in the garden depicted as in the painting called Voynich Garden mm-hmm. and the girls are seemingly um uh, posing themselves for the picture and some of them are like uh, looking into a microscope some of them are um, uh, touching the plants and so on and so forth and the background is extremely uh, baroque I would say mm. um, and you'll find a, a lot of small little things that small little details that gives you a new perspective of looking into the painting yeah 
Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Of course. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've been speaking with artist Siun Tan and gallery director Sophia Shong about uh, Siun's exhibition called Rewind Replay. It's on at the Suma Orientalist Gallery until the 17th of uh, January. And for more information, visit sumaorientalist.com. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous front row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.